Hi, welcome to the Guys From Podcast, just two guys answering the internet's questions. I'm Sean Cordingly. And I'm David R. Smith. And since our first podcast of 2017, we're going to say goodbye to the stink fest that was 2016 the only way we know how, by talking about our favorite things from 2016 in the Guys From Podcast year in review. Yes. Welcome back. Happy New Year to everybody. Yeah, Happy New Year. We hope your holidays were safe and fun and full of whatever your holidays tend to be full of. And I suppose we never missed a week. Because we don't miss weeks anymore. Yeah, so we, it doesn't we seem learned like that our long. lesson. Yeah, it doesn't seem like that long for y'all, but Dave and I haven't done anything in two weeks. Yeah. I did see you this around the same time that I usually do in the week, mm-hmm. but that was because you were driving me up to see my parents as it was on your way. It was. <laughs> there was a part of me who thought if we could only find a way to get Sean's microphone hooked up to the vehicle... That could have just been, like, a random <laughs> podcast. Been like, Merry Christmas, here's Sean and Dave, take a road trip. Which was, like, an hour of us making Simpsons references. So, basically, like a podcast. Talking about Derek and your dog. Basically, like a podcast. Yep, yeah, exactly. A little bit more Derek. Oh, and if Derek is listening, specifically, I made a joke about Dave's dog actually being Derek in a costume. Which would have been kind of amazing. Yeah. So, challenge for Derek. <laughs> Anyway, moving along. 2016, it's over. We're out of it, so we can look back without the horrible biases we would have had if we had done this stupidly at the end of December. (laughs) Our December 30th? 30th podcast? Yeah. (laughs) Can you imagine just like, this year is terrible. (laughs) Why isn't it over yet? (laughs) Why? Well, and things happened between when we recorded our December 30th podcast and... I mean, it, 2016 yeah. milked it to the very, very end. Yeah, it was pretty bad. Yeah. Now, to the, everyone calling it the worst year ever, calm down. It, a lot of stuff happened in that year. Sure. A, we lost a lot of people, but... Not a third of the world's population, because, you know, Black Plague. World War One, Spanish Flu. Yeah. There have been worse years than 2016, but it sucked. And Chris Hadfield posted on his Facebook like forty nine amazing things that have happened in, that happened in two thousand sixteen, and yeah. some of the things like the tiger population increased for the first time in a hundred years or something like that. It sure did. And it's supposed to be doubled by, I don't know, like twenty fifty or something. Like it's just in theory. Yeah, theory provided things keep going. Pandas are no longer on the endangered list. Like there's more manatees than there used to be. Like there. Oh, good. Man, I was so concerned about the manatees. I'm just saying. Adorable, adorable sea cows. (laughs) Who may have been mermaids. Plug. That was originally going to be... Was it a podcast once? Yeah, didn't we do a... We did a podcast on mermaids. So we talked about the little mermaid. And were mermaids just manatees? (laughs) And people were lonely. And because you didn't drink water then, maybe you were drunk. I think that was the lost episodes. It might be. I'll have to check. It doesn't really matter. Anyway, there were some really good things that came out of 2016. Sure. So, yes, it was... A crap fest? <laughs> yes, exactly. <laughs> but it wasn't the worst crap fest of all crap fests. No. Not even close. Personally, I've had way worse years. Yeah? I mean, there was some crappy stuff that happened. It didn't start off really great, but... True. But at the same time, yeah... Yeah. You've had worse. Exactly. I've had worse. Yeah. So The year before was personally worse. So, yeah? Mm-hmm. We're really digging here. It's like, you know, it wasn't 
wasn't that bad. <laughs> I mean, like, like the Olympics happened. That was that was oh, cool. Yeah, yeah, Rio twenty sixteen. Remember Jeez. the green diving pool? Oh my god, that seems like four years ago. It really does. Wow. I just I was going through all my personal highlights and all the things that you know because. As per per usual, we're going to do our album and book and song and TV from from the last year and things that we really yep. liked. But we were also going through personal highlights instead of our year in re, year interview two years ago, which was us just being like, <laughs> "So that was January." Yeah, and then February this happened. So I just came up with a couple highlights. I didn't even think about the uh, the Olympics. Yeah, those were sure a thing. They sure were, huh? Penny Alexiak. Awesome. Penny Alexiak. She was just a gem, wasn't she? I'm glad she won the Lou Marsh. Uh, yeah, for our American listeners, that's the athlete of the year in Canada. Yeah, I'm not surprised. I think it had no. to be her. Yeah, it it had to be. But I'm happy it happened. Sure. I mean, I could see, like they talked about Sidney Crosby, and I wouldn't have yeah begrudged that. Cup like, win again. Yeah, that's great. But 16 years old and winning five, five four, minutes? five medals, four five, yeah. including a gold. When this was supposed to be her get experience Olympics and get ready for Tokyo 2020. Yeah. Yeah. So that was pretty cool. Nice little shot in the arm for Canada. Yeah. And we got a, a golden pole vault? High jump? High jump? High jump. High jump, yeah. 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 So it's just like... We're not a summer country. No. So it's just like whenever medals are being won by Canada, like how many did we finish with? 20? Something like Six-ish? that. Six-ish? Yeah. Something like that? That's ridiculous for us. That's yeah. amazing. Well, and we finally got vengeance for the the 2012 Olympics when our relay team stepped on the line yeah. and got disqualified. Yeah. Whereas now, I think they, it happened to the States this year. They got disqualified. Yeah. Anyway, we ended yeah. up winning and we got a medal and just like, yep, perfect. Well, like, we're not going to catch Jamaica. Fine. No. I get it. No. But yay. Yeah. It's really cool that... Andre DeGrasse? He was great. Awesome. Yeah. It was so fun really? watching him run right beside Usain Bolt and just kind of like the... And then like grinning at each other? The camaraderie there. It yeah. was It was pretty neat. It was it was a good Olympics. I'm, I, I'm glad you brought that up because I forgot all about it. Yeah. And the green water. Yeah. Which was totally fine. Don't worry about it. It's fine. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> that didn't really work all that well in the press. No, that's great. Um... You know we can see that it's green, right? Oh no, it's just it's it's the chemicals and yeah, yeah. Fine, don't worry about it. Just look over there. <laughs> well, I don't know that they want you to do that in Brazil. <laughs> to just look over there. All right, all right wait, wait, no, <laughs> no, no, not no, there, not, not that place. Oh, okay, no, uh, turn just, like four degrees. Just, oh, no, that's too far. Tilt your head up. Yeah, there's Cristo Redentor. There you go. <laughs> see, Jesus. Oh, better. Everybody just stare at that for two weeks. Eyes on the floor. Always <laughs> on, on the floor. floor. Nice. Got it covered. Yeah. Uh, so how do you want to do this? Basically the way we've been doing it, and then we'll take an ad break, and then we'll talk about our favorite things. Okay. Perfect. So ad break? <laughs> I have a whole bunch of other stuff written down. Yeah. Do you have other things you like wanted to talk about? Personal highlights or? Yeah, just yeah. things. Um, how about you start and I'll probably remember. You have more than I do, I think, so. Well, I did. you did already knock off tigers and pandas because I had that written down because oh, that's awesome. That is awesome. Uh, Euro. I'm a football fan, soccer. Right. So yep. Euro 2016 was enjoyable. Iceland was a lot of fun. Yeah. 
a whole bunch of other teams have now adapted the skull chant, which is kind of great. Cool. You remember the skull chant? Uh, you will when you see it. All the Vikings are doing it now in the oh, NFL. Okay. Like it's it's the new Mexican wave where everybody does the wave. Now there are sets of fan bases that have adopted that cool. Icelandic chant, which okay. is awesome. I didn't watch as much of the year this year as I was hoping to. Right. It just summer didn't work out. It was a great summer. I had a, a tremendous time. It's just I was busy doing stuff. That's fair. And it wasn't as much of a draw as the World Cup is. For oh, me. it never is. And yeah. It, yeah. Like, I like the Euro, and it's if I can catch games, great. But I wasn't devastated. You're not like, that oh, I... man, I didn't get to watch Slovenia play Hungary today. Exactly. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Who? Portugal. Okay. Portugal oh, wait, won. Right, right, right. They beat France in France. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, that was that was good. So that's Ronaldo's first, at, and Portugal's first major trophy. Yeah, because they've never won the World Cup, eh? Right. Yeah. So that's really exciting. That he is... he kind of does deserve. He is a great player. He absolutely is. He's you know, there's a lot of attitude, but yeah, there is. But at the same time, especially in that game, did you see the final at all? Uh maybe bits and pieces. Okay. Well, he was knocked out with an injury. Oh. Uh but he was. For the last, like, 10, 15 minutes, standing next to his coach, yelling instructions and encouragements as well. Really? So, like, there is a lot of attitude there, but it's because he really, really cares about football. Well, and he's just so good. I think you yeah. can't... I don't think you can be one of the best at anything without having a little bit of an edge and a little bit of a chip on your shoulder and that drive to be the best. Yeah, exactly. So it's hard to begrudge somebody that. No, for sure. And there's... Athletes I hate way worse than Ronaldo. So <laughs> you're also not a, a really big football fan. No. So because there we have friends who are bigger football fans than you who just loathe Cristiano Ronaldo. Sure. And fine. Fine. All the power to him. Yeah. I get it. But he's really good. Yeah. He's he's tremendous, and it's fun watching him play. And so yeah. you know what? It's cool to spread it around. And I feel the same way about about the Euro and the World Cup as I do with football or hockey, unless it's my team winning, I like to see other teams, like a, a variety of teams win. That's fair. Um, You know, if the Patriots can win the Super Bowl every year, cool. But if they can't... You just don't want me to win more. That yeah. way that way we get further away. Exactly. <laughs> How many do you have again? Four. Yeah. That's nice. Six. Yeah. <laughs> We've lost more than you've won. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, well, it happens. It sure does. Can we? I mean, we've talked about it before, but the Cubs. Since yep. we're on the sports subject, yeah, might as well stay there. I mean, that's one of those cases. I, I really, I was rooting for the Red Sox, and I was sure. talking smack to my buddy Jake because he was a, a fan of Cleveland, and yeah. Cleveland just had our number, and then yep. they had the Blue Jays' number. Sure but did. They just—I mean, Cubs. Destiny. Even when they it were was, up, even nope. when they were up three to one against the Cubs, I think it was three to one. Maybe I don't know. I think they were up. I think they were up three to one. But even when they were up, you just kind of felt like if the Cubs can get that next win. Yep, they've got some momentum, and it was time. Yeah, they were due. Good. Yeah. Now Cubs fans can be happy. Yeah. We can not worry about that. We can... Move on to the next team that hasn't won in forever. Cleveland. (laughs) (laughs) Are they the longest now? I'm not sure what the the longest futility is now. They've got to be up there. Oh, they are. They haven't won since 45. Yeah. 
So, I mean... As a Pirates fan, it wasn't easy, but at the same time, I can appreciate it because of the history. Sure, I mean, also, they're divisional. I, I have accepted the fact that the Pirates are the Pirates, so I'm not like, oh man, this was going to be our year, stupid yeah. Cubs. No, yeah. whatever. The Cubs are a really well-built team. Yep. Although they've lost some players already. Like, Chapman went back to the Yankees, and... Uh, <laughs> yeah. Fine. Whatever. I don't... We'll, we'll see. I mean... The, the the Red Sox shore up their pitching, so we'll see if they did. Yeah, Pittsburgh won another yeah. Stanley Cup, which I'm happy about. I mean, I don't love the Penguins; they're not up there as far as favorite teams go. But it was right. nice to see a different team. Like I like the the Blackhawks and the the Kings, but I was happy that neither of them won. Yeah, sure. Um, it's not like we'd won. We won in '09, so '09 to 2016. That's a good gap. That's a, yeah. I mean, that's seven years. Like that's yep. not bad. Yeah, so that was that was cool. Who was San Jose is who we beat. San Jose, and then St. Louis played San Jose, and then you guys played Tampa. Yeah. So I mean, I was rooting for the Western Conference because it was either team. Neither team has won the Stanley Cup in the West of those right. two. Yeah. I mean, St. Louis hasn't been there in years, and San Jose had never been there. So I'm like, I don't care who comes out of the West. This is a team I want to win. Yep. <clears throat> I wasn't sure on the East. I was like, well, I don't love the the Penguins and. The Lightning beat the Flames in 04, so I can't really cheer for them. And you know I'll be happy if the Penguins win. So. Yeah. So it was whatever. It was. Yeah. I didn't hate any of the four teams that were in the finals, in the, the conference finals. So. Yeah. You know, it That's wasn't nice. crushing to me that he. I would have loved to have seen a Vatican win one, but Washington just can't win in the playoffs. No. <laughs> so. Yeah. Maybe it'll happen. They're good again, but we'll see. Yeah. Yeah, we'll see. Um, and then, I mean, Peyton. as far as the other four sports, Peyton. Peyton. <laughs> Peyton, and I'm air quoting here, won the Super Bowl. Yeah, well, he didn't make any horrible mistakes. That's no. all he. That's what he needed to do was just keep the offense moving. Yeah. And then that's it. With that Denver defense, as long as they can get some points and just let the defense do the rest. And that's how they won half their games. Yep. I mean, that's why Brock Osweiler is making $70 million right now because the <laughs> Denver defense the Denver defense uh, did so well last year that Brock Osweiler looked amazing. Yeah. And I mean, he did also look better. Sure. In Denver than he did at any point this season in Houston. I also think that that is a testament to his agent. Yeah. Like his agent did a phenomenal job getting him paid. Yeah, definitely. So it's just too bad that they don't have the same team around him. So now it's like, oh, he's actually not great. Yeah, exactly. Crap. But Denver, I mean, I don't love Peyton. I love his commercials. Yeah. And his spots on Saturday Night Live. Like, he seems like he's got a really good personality. He so. really does. Plus, I send you how many gifts. It's so, I can't do it now because he's gone. And it's so sad. I feel like for it's me. not necessarily <laughs> going to stop. It's just going to be situational and yeah. not necessarily just with Peyton. It's just like... Well, I still send you gifts yeah. but just randomly when we're talking about stuff. But there was a time during football when I could send you... Because didn't you miss the AFC Championship game between the Patriots and the Broncos? And didn't you find out how you were doing by how many fist-pumping Peyton Manning gifts I sent I you? I think so. I can't remember what I was doing last year. I think you were at a meeting? Like a production <sighs> meeting or something, something like that. Something that you could, was just... You, told me you were able to keep checking your phone and you kept getting Peyton gifts and you knew how the game was going. Yeah. It's not that AFC championship when he's still the Colts, but still, <laughs> it was a great time. 
Yeah. Anyway, um, I don't love Peyton, but... I'm happy he got a second. I'm happy... He he went out. I'm glad he retired. Yeah. I know there was, oh, he might come back. I'm like, Peyton, just walk away, man. Yeah. Like, Tom can still play. He can still throw a ball. He's still kind of a gunslinger, but Peyton, you could tell he was just... lost it. Lost a step, lost some velocity. Yeah. He still has a phenomenal football brain. I think he would make a great coach someday or an analyst. If he wants to. If he wants to, but... I kind of hope he does become an analyst. That would be fun. That would be fun. I think he'd be very good at it. Yeah. I mean, you got uh, Elway... uh, Not Elway. Um... Aikman doing it. He does it with... Uh, yeah, Troy and uh, Joe Buck. Yeah, and I think they, they're pretty good. And, I mean, yeah, I think I think it would be fine if, yeah. if Peyton did it. It's just I'm glad he's not playing football anymore. I think it would just be... It would be almost be embarrassing, I think. Maybe. Anyway, yeah. it's crazy. We go from the, the Panthers and the Broncos last year in the Super Bowl to neither of them making the playoffs this year. Yep. It's been a strange year in the NFL. I think both of our picks are still possible. I'm pretty... Ooh, I made... No, I think we both took the Cardinals. We both took Arizona. I had Arizona, New England. You had Arizona, Pittsburgh. Pittsburgh, So we could still be right in the the AFC. (laughs) Because we pick our favorite teams. Well, and (laughs) they're both just good. Yeah. I mean, if I was a Jets fan, I wouldn't be picking the Jets. No. Because I'm realistic, Some Jets fans right? would, though. Sure. Yeah. Anyway, I don't know that we have a giant sports audience based on the number of zero sports questions we get every <laughs> year. So I just want to say congratulations as well to Cleveland for winning the NBA. Yeah. I was cheering for Golden State because I love watching Golden State play basketball, but I'm happy LeBron was able to go home and bring a championship to sure. Cleveland. Yeah, Cleveland needed something. Yeah. I mean, clearly the Browns aren't going to do anything. <laughs> hey, did you guys beat the Browns? Last week? We sure did. Okay. Playing in our overtime? second string in overtime. Yeah, yeah okay. we have 27, some, 24, 29, okay. 27 or something. Yeah. Okay, because I, I saw, like, the Browns were up 14 nothing or something like that. Yeah. And you, it was just like, I mean, I know it was a mean nothing game, but it was just like, ooh. It was a mean nothing game that we didn't play Ben, Bell, Brown, or Shazier in. Right. So it's just like, we don't care. Yeah. <laughs> Go Landry and other people. Yeah. And they beat the Browns. I was just really happy in our Smith Survivor pool that I picked the Browns to beat San Diego because I was nice. mathematically eliminated, so I just went for long shots. And so <laughs> I was like, so I, in the email I sent, I was like, I'm picking Cleveland this week and San Francisco next week. And I don't know how they did against the. They, they lost, but not by much. I heard that Seattle kind of imploded. So yeah. anyway, I was so happy when I, <laughs> I just Nailed I it. looked like a genius. Nailed it. <laughs> Anyway, anyway, we we should yeah. move on from sports because that was twenty minutes of sports talk. And well, we can talk sports all the time. So. We could. It's just that's really not this podcast. <laughs> someday we'll do the guys from Sportscast. I like it. Yeah. When Dave has even more time. Yeah. <laughs> DiCaprio won an Oscar. He did. Yeah, I'm glad. I don't think it was necessary. I, I, I've had this conversation with other people. I don't think it was necessarily his best role, but it was also a weaker Oscar yeah, year. It was. Or, yeah, but... Field. That's what I meant. A weaker yes, field yes. A weaker and best field. actor. Um, Cranston as Trumbo was great, but... I don't... Yeah, I don't know if you could... Could you give... Well, you could easily... You can always give Brian Cranston an award. He sneezes, you hand him an Emmy. Sure. Huh? <laughs> nice. Yeah, I don't know. Revenant's... I liked The Revenant more than I liked Birdman, so I understood. Okay. 
Yeah. Because Michael Keaton won for Birdman, right? Uh, yeah. So it, it's just like, I get it. I got a, a, a text message from a friend. Re- she had just started watching The the Revenant. And uh, she, she was sending me all kinds of random messages because she had just seen... She had just seen Birdman, and she had just seen... Oh, I told her to watch The Lobster, and she was just like, I don't know what I just watched. <laughs> she lives in Kamloops, so I can't... We couldn't, like, go for coffee and talk about it, so we've been right. texting about it. But, um, as she said, I think he won an Oscar for being cold. Which... Yeah. Wasn't far off. And, I mean, he was good. Sure. But I thought Tom Hardy was better. Yeah. But Tom Hardy wasn't the the lead. And, like, fine. He got his Oscar. Now can we give one to Gary Oldman? Yeah. <laughs> That's what I said the week after, wasn't it? Yeah. Yeah. There's other guys who Not are... Not yet, because I don't think there is something he'd be nominated for this year. He, he is playing Winston Churchill, and he looks surprisingly like Winston Churchill. But it might come out in 2017. Yeah, that's not out yet. Okay, because he's in a few movies at at the end of this year, end of this past year. Yeah. But I think this current year is, uh, I think that's when he plays Winston Churchill. So maybe that's, maybe that's something for him for the future. Anyway. Yeah, maybe. There are other people who are just as deserving. And, yeah. you know, there's a lot of people who's like, oh, well, Leo finally got his. I'm like, yeah, but there's a lot of guys who still haven't won that we're forgetting. It's so, true. It's just he's been so good for so long. Absolutely. And he's been looked over so many times. And I, it's not be, not so much looked over. There's always been somebody who's just been that little bit more standout. Uh, yeah. So it's, I mean, it's it's hard to go against Eddie Redmayne when he's playing Stephen Hawking. Yeah, it is. <laughs> like, I don't know. Was Leo nominated that year? I feel like he was, and I can't remember what for, but... Oh, probably. But, like, Aviator, he loses to... Oh, I just walked myself into a corner there. I don't know. Forrest Somebody. Whitaker, maybe for The Last King of Scotland. Okay. I don't remember if those line up properly or not. But it's just like, how do you not... There was always somebody. Mm-hmm. Whereas this year, the biggest competition, as far as I was concerned, was probably Brian Cranston. Sure. And eh. if he keeps if he keeps doing what he's doing, because he's so good, yeah. he will win an Oscar. Oh, yeah. So I'm not concerned for Brian Cranston. Nope. He just has fun. Yeah. Why love- him? Is that the comedy that came out at the end of the year? With uh, Franco? Yes. Yeah. Yes, it was. <laughs> <laughs> so you go from like being Oscar nominated for Trumbo. It's like those directors who we've talked about them before yeah. who do like uh, Final Destination 4 and then go on to do like Barbershop or whatever. Like yeah. whatever. Just does Just, what he likes. Exactly. Good. I appreciate that. You wanted to throw in a couple? Um, They're all personal things for me. Um, oh, okay. Yeah. So you want me to keep going? Because yeah, sure. I really didn't do. I worked. I worked on the website. I worked on the podcast. That was pretty much my year. Fair. Got a little bit of fishing in. Yeah. Well, and that's like my year. I played way more golf than I did two years ago. Nice. But fished significantly less. Yeah. So this coming year, I'm trying to find that balance. Like, that's that's one of my goals is to find the nice balance between golf and, and fishing. It was a bad year for fishing. <laughs> like it was. It rained a lot. That is true. Us. So it's. It's easier to golf. It's like, oh, there's a light mist or whatever. Fine. You could probably still golf. Or if it, like, stops raining, you can easily go golf. Whereas if you it stops raining, you go fishing. Mm, yeah, and I... be okay. We got surprisingly lucky with weather. Most of, most of the rounds I golfed, I was able to avoid the weather 
or just barely had any. You know, when considering how much rain we had, I was like, oh, that worked out pretty well. Yeah. Um, my, the biggest highlight of my year was going to San Francisco. Yeah, which we talked about two weeks ago. Yeah, so I don't need to go back into that. It's just that's cool. It had been a bucket list. Yeah, it was cool. I, I see really Temple enjoyed. of the Dog. Yeah, exactly. Got to hear Alcatraz. my song live. Al- Alcatraz. There you go. Yeah. 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 So that's. Uh, oh, uh, I wrote a tabletop RPG that is being tested. Cool. I've been testing that since March. Is that you play that with your buds? Yeah. Nice. So, how is it going? Good so yeah. far. Yeah. Tweaking, always tweaking, always finding new stuff that I want to change and that right. sort of thing. But it's no, it's going well. That's very. So cool. I'm hoping I would be able to put together like a something that people could have quite soon. Very cool. So. And how would, would you try and get that distributed somehow? Or? Yeah, submit it to publishers, that okay. sort of stuff. Or self-publish or whatever. Just, Just playing it easy, not worrying about it too much because there's a whole bunch of other things going on. Sure. Which would hopefully be highlights of this year. <laughs> it, it was a lot of setup in 2016. Right. So. Right. Well, we've got a whole year to figure it out. Yeah, exactly. Well, as of our recording this, we have 362 days. So. Oh, man. I better get started. <laughs> You're wasting your year already, Sean. <laughs> no, but I wanted to play that video game about goats. <laughs> uh, Nobel Prize, Bob Dylan. Love it. It was. It's still weird to me because he's not a, an author. Yeah, but it is poetry. Uh, exactly. If anyone, if any lyricist is a poet, it's Bob Dylan. I agree. So yeah. So I'm not. I'm not upset about this. Yeah, like it, it made sense. Yeah. I liked it. When I heard it, I was like, huh, actually, yeah, okay, sure. Exactly. It was like, oh, that's weird. Actually, if you just published all of his lyrics into a book of Bob Dylan's lyrics, it's a book of poetry, and it's phenomenal poetry. Yeah. Yeah. And it spans 50-something Something years? Something like that, yeah. Yeah. So. Gord Downey survived 2016. Yes, he did. And that was big for me. And... Canada, I think, in general, is just like yeah. Halfway through the year, when or you know, that would have been like April or May when they announced his condition and his terminal brain cancer, and yeah, considering everything that had happened by that point, I'm actually kind of shocked that he survived 2016. Yeah, and not only survived, they (laughs) they toured across Canada. They did the final concert on CBC. It was just which was. Like, shout out to CBC. We give them a lot of crap on, especially on this podcast, because they've it's had some rough years. And they've had some rough years. Really rough years. Yeah. But that was, that was a good show. Like, that was a good idea. It could only have been done on CBC. Yeah. It's the only station that made sense. Yeah. And that's, I hope they find that CBC again. And yeah. I hope that helps. Yeah, I agree. Even so it though was... it's, a, it's a terrible situation, but... But if that's another good thing that can come out of it. Exactly. Great. Yeah, and they weren't exploiting it. It's just, you know, and, and they were giving fans a chance to see this. And Well, yeah, because most of them wouldn't be able to go. Exactly. I knew a couple guys who went to that show, mm. which is just incredible. But, I mean, just the fact that they gave fans across Canada one last chance to go see a tour. Yeah. People who had been putting it off just because yeah. there's all there will always be an next one. Yeah, because it's the hip. The exactly. hip are always touring. <laughs> Yeah, but they're not. No. So. so that was that was a big a big highlight for me. Did you know? And I was I was looking through the internet because I always do that for lists and stuff when we're doing this. Sure. 
Did you know that the ice bucket challenge actually kind of worked? I did. Did you see that? That the funding from that, thanks to the funding raised through the ALS ice bucket challenge, there was a breakthrough in gene identification that may lead to helping find a cure. They were, That's it awesome. It was like $216 million or something that yeah. they made? So everyone who called that slacktivism, sure, okay, but it did something. Absolutely. Because people actually did send in money. Yeah. So, yay? I, also, we got that great video of Benedict Cumberbatch endlessly being hit by ice buckets. <laughs> I don't know if I've seen that. I may have to go find that. Yeah. I like it. Good for him. Yeah, that is, that is awesome. I like. I think that was one of the things that Chris Hadfield posted on his. It's just like. Oh, I think it was. Yeah. Yeah. Good. That is. Oh man. SpaceX success. That's hard to say. Successfully. Oh yeah. Successfully. There you go. Landed a rocket on their drone ship. That's great. Private space travel. Good. That happened in April. Yeah. Did we? Was this the year we also landed a vessel on a moving meteor? Or was that 2015? That might have been 2015, but this is the year that Juno got to Jupiter. Oh, yeah. So. And we got a bunch of photos from, like. Really cool Jupiter photos. Yeah. Yeah. That was this year, too. Man. And that's the thing. Like, from a from a crappy standpoint, it sucked. But there's, like, we got to Jupiter. Yep. Well, we sent... Dave and I didn't. How do they know? <laughs> Lies. <laughs> Space exploration achieved incredible heights this year. Yeah. That was cool. The future is now, man. Just like how Netflix now allows us to download and watch things offline. Okay, so how does that work? You pick something off of your account, you download it to a like your iPad, and then you can watch it without an internet connection. It's just attached to your account. You can only download some, a certain number of things. Okay. You're not technically getting a file, but... Right. Interesting. Yeah. And that's happening now? Like, that's already it, been it happens. Inst- instituted? Yeah. Okay. Because I knew that it was coming, and I didn't, like, <sighs> had I been able to do that, I would have downloaded all the Parks and Recreation I could have while I was in San Francisco. Although, I don't know if... It wasn't out yet. Yeah, I know. It, that's what I mean. It, yeah. But, and I don't know, because if you're traveling across borders, like, I can't get Parks and Rec in Canada on Netflix. Oh, I see what so you I mean. So I wonder if, like, if I download it onto my iPad... Where I don't have internet connection, so it doesn't know where I am in the world. Maybe I could... St- I don't know. Maybe. It's, I don't know. I don't anyway, know. I love that idea. At least that way you can kind of... Because I don't have a data plan on my on my iPad. Yeah, I don't either. It's so it'd be nice Wi-Fi. to be able to download a couple movies and just have it... Yeah. I've got a couple movies always on my iPad and it'd be just nice to have different ones. Download a couple shows and watch them if you're like, okay, I, it's super cold or my truck's got to do something. I'm just going to take the bus in to work. Totally. Have a couple shows on there. Yeah. Catch up on all the things. <laughs> all the things that we keep getting asked to talk Absolutely. about. <clears throat> one last thing that I thought was neat, because the other one I'm going to talk about later in my okay. favorite things. Uh, but women on money in both the U.S. and Canada, finally. Harriet Tubman in the States. Right. And... Who's going on the 20. Yeah, she's replacing Alexander Hamilton, right? No. Nope. Oh, no. Andrew Jackson. Yeah, right, right. I can't remember who's in Canada. It was supposed to be Nellie McClung, who was all for women's right to vote and everything like that. And I can't remember who it is. Do you? Do it's you Viola Desmond. 
Right. On the right. The lady, another uh, African Canadian who yeah. basically like stood up for African American rights. Right. Um, so she's in the forties. In the forties, so like yeah. a decade before Rosa Parks's yeah. famous bus, she went to a movie theater and sat in basically the whites, the whites only, only section. section. Yep. And refused to, to leave. Because she was a businesswoman in Nova Scotia. Yeah. Yeah, she did very well for herself, but was yeah. refused. You know, it's like, you're not allowed to sit here. And her, because she fought it, like legally fought it, and that started the process of desegregation and all of that sort of stuff. Right. Up here. Which. And she'll be on the 10, replacing Johnny McDonald. Eh, he's done enough. Well, he's getting, they're going to redesign the higher denominations, and they're going to put Johnny McDonald on that. I think Mackenzie King and Borden, I think, are going to be off the money permanently. Okay. Well, whatever. I mean, if there's a little bit of a reshuffle. <laughs> Not Mackenzie King! <laughs> <laughs> it's just, it's about time. Yeah, it is. In both countries. Like, why can't we have women on money? Well, we always have. Cause why can't we have Canadian women on money? Or like, Okay. Yeah. <laughs> Because we've had we have the queen yes we have yeah. a queen on the twenty every coin and every has coin. The, the queen qu- unless it's like a special edition coin yeah but at the same time <clears throat> when she passes away which is hopefully not before this comes out because she's been really sick she has and been I hope really she's sick. okay yeah uh, but when she does pass away our money will change yeah because whoever the next monarch is if it is Charles the third. It'll be Charles, or, or, or if just he skips right. If he is like, mm, I think my son should do it, and then it's William because of the popularity. If it's in William the uh, Conqueror, fourth, yeah. fifth, mm, I'd have it to check. Particularly matter. It will be on the twenty. It will start. It will be Charles and, or Will, whoever he is. Yeah, will be on all of our coins. Yeah. and the twenty. Exactly. Although so, there's a part of me that wouldn't mind keeping. Queen Elizabeth the second because she is the one that signed the thing to let us be a country. Maybe if we could keep her on something, sure, like the Toonie yeah. or whatever. Like, yeah, it doesn't have to be all the things. Just it'd be nice. She was the monarch for. She's the longest still reigning the monarch. monarch. Yeah, and that happened like ever. a year and a half ago, I think. Yeah. So there's some sustainability there. There's got to be some something to that legacy. Yeah. So anyway, all right. That was a good. Somewhat quick recap. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, we didn't talk about Brexit or Trump. No. Did you want to? I think you just mentioned it. We're good. Our second half, meaning our fra- favorite things? Yeah. We'll move on. Are brought to you by Pickles the Cat Clown. Are you throwing a party or event for your cat? Is your corporate retreat needing a boost of excitement? Pickles can offer you a refreshing and new performance, including balloon work, acrobatics, and hilarious one-of-a-kind naps. That's Pickles, the cat clown. And we're back! That little bit of silence there was me not realizing Sean hit record, so... I was just gonna cut it out. Well... I edit this, Dave. I know you do. (laughs) I just thought they would like to know... All the behind the scenes here at the guys from podcast. <laughs> You've never even listened to an episode, have you? You're not in any of them. <laughs> you just... <laughs> Could you imagine? <laughs> My friend Justin's like, it's really good. I don't hear much of you though. <laughs> like, it's a lot of Sean. I thought you were in the. Weren't you in the guys from podcast? You keep telling us about it. You keep retweeting it, and you keep... Your picture's on the logo. 
Not anymore. <laughs> it's just Sean and like a blank picture. <laughs> just some That's sort me of... and Shaquille O'Neal. Yeah, there you go. He didn't even notice. <laughs> it's been like that since October. <laughs> oh, man. Okay, so the last last year for sure, and I think yep. the year before, we did our favorite things of. I feel like we did, yep. On top of all the other things we talked about, but... No, we we definitely did because that's when we're like, oh man, this is so much better. It's picked up so much. Right. Now that we're not like, so uh, April was, was my birthday. Uh, I think you bought a truck. Yeah? Yeah. May. Uh... <laughs> so we're going to just dive into that. Um, we're going to start with movies. Yep. Because we are both going to be writing a top 10 films of 2016, uh, not next week but the week after perfect that gives me a chance to get at least two more movies which should be doable i haven't seen star wars yet so i'm hoping to maybe next week catch it which would mean then i could then write it for the week after which means send up me your star wars questions now that way we may be able to do a star wars podcast in a couple weeks that's true not next week because next week is films we're looking forward to in 2017 right and that would also would be weird because I did just say two weeks from now we'd be doing the, yeah. the top ten, which is when you would want to see Star Wars by. Exactly. Right. So it, it all works out. So because we're doing that and we don't want to spoil what our favorite movies of the year were, plus for Dave it'll probably change. Me, it might. I'll keep watching movies until I actually write it. Right. So we are just going to talk about a few movies that might make our list, might not, but highlight some stuff that we had a good time with. Okay. I'm going to let you do a lot of the... The, the preamble on this, just because you've seen more than I have, and a lot of mine will end up being on my list because I've only seen eight. Right. Okay. So, you know, any of these are going to be on my list. I even can if still I talk about it a little bit. Yeah. And some of them, some of mine might be on your list because I do. I like, feel hey, like. Dave, this movie's on. I feel like there's a couple that we will probably. There's some that if they don't make your list, I'll be very shocked. Like the lobster? Yes. Yeah. We don't need to talk about the lobster again. We already talked about it. We're both uh, going to write about it. By the way, Dave, do you know what premieres on Friday? What premieres on Friday? Swiss Army Man premieres on Friday. Shut the hell up. You get to see it for free on the movie network in I'm Canada at 9 o'clock. PVRing this right now. Swiss Army Man, which means it get, it's... At this point, it has to make your list. The amount of times... I don't know if you went back and listened to any of our stuff from summer... You guys listening, or, and I'm also talking to Dave, but we mentioned Swiss Army Man in every podcast for, like, six weeks. I showed <laughs> some people at work, and they had no, like, the, the reactions were very mixed. Oh, yeah. Some were like, what the hell did you just show me? And others were like, this looks amazing. Yes. So, I, oh my god, I can't wait. Swiss Army, oh, there it is. And that's from 2016? Yes, it is. Yes. This is the best. <laughs> Oh my god, I can't wait. <gasps> yeah. <laughs> and there are some I'm I'm really looking forward to that I haven't had a chance to watch yet. I'm hoping yep. to watch The Magnificent Seven before I write my list. Yeah, sure. I'm hoping to watch Star Wars. There yep. are some that I'm hoping to get to. Netflix has a bunch out. Once we're done this podcast and I go home and do the chores that I need to do, maybe I'll throw on a, a movie from 2016. There you go. I've been kind of going, trying to go back and forth between movies from the 40s <laughs> so we can do our podcast on movies from the 40s. But you know that's not probably not even going to be in January. Exactly. So you so can I've crush a few 2016s so I, now. Exactly. That's that's the hope. Yeah. Like my gym term there? Yeah. <laughs> Make you feel a little better about it? Yeah. yeah. No, I'm just going to 
just gonna crush some spectral today. And, uh, <laughs> yeah. But yeah, I Swiss Army Man is on Friday. If you're in Canada and you have the movie, have network, you seen it yet? No, I have okay. not. I it was here for three days. Yeah. With a week's notice, and I just I couldn't go. Yeah. So well, now we get it for free. Yeah. And then if I love it, I will buy it because. <laughs> it looks so ridiculous. It's about a farting corpse who also does other things. Daniel Radcliffe. Like, speaking of people who just do things for fun now, yeah. the amount of money, he's made a mint off okay. Harry Potter. He's fine. So now he can do things like uh, Equus and yep. How, how to succeed in business without trying. Yeah. Without really trying? Without really trying. Yeah. I think. Yeah. 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 Anyway, yeah, there are things that he can do. Yeah. Because he can just, it's like, I made enough and then for like four lifetimes off Harry Potter. Yep. And we'll continue to. Yeah. So I'm good. I'm glad that both him, I don't see a lot of Rupert Grant, but I'm glad that both he and Emma Watson Mm -hmm. are actually kind of normal. Like as far as child actors go. I think Rupert Grint's also normal. I think he is, I just, too. I'm not sure what he's up to. No, and that's what I mean. Like, you don't hear anything bad about him. You just don't hear about him in general. Yeah. Whereas Daniel Radcliffe's out there, and, and Emma Watson is, too. But they're both... They haven't Macaulay Culkin. Might I suggest it's because they did everything in England? Could be. Stronger structure. Yeah. Maybe watching out a little bit better? It could very well be. Maybe. Just not as... Also, there is that... There is something to be said about the fact that they were in those movies for a decade. So it's like you can't really go crazy because you have another one of these to do and the studio will murder you. They've invested a lot of money in you being Harry Potter. Yeah. You'd better not go crazy. Yeah. Yeah. Whereas Macaulay Culkin, Home Alone, Home Alone 2. Oh, he did. Uh, oh, I know Uncle there's Bob other stuff, like, but, but it's, yeah, yeah. Like, but that there was this, there's, there wasn't Home Alone well, there were more Home Alones. But, but he, he wasn't in the Home Alones. Yeah. It wasn't... He didn't have a franchise that was... It wasn't following Kevin was, McAllister from... It wasn't Boyhood of Kevin McAllister. Exactly. I would totally have watched that growing up. Absolutely. <laughs> Did you ever see the... It might have been this year. The YouTube video where... Or the video, whatever, where Macaulay Culkin was... It was like he was an Uber driver or oh, something to that effect. Yeah. As Kevin McAllister. Yeah. I really, really liked it. Like, the guy's kind of a whack job and... He had a band called Pizza Underground, and they just changed Velvet Underground lyrics to things about pizza, and it was, yeah. like, that's dumb. But, but whatever. He's doing what he wanted to do. Yeah. He didn't need to make more money. So. No, exactly. So, I don't think. I, don't, I actually don't know. I don't know. Anyway. So, that was some time. <laughs> yeah. That was, that was a good time. We're bad at this. We're good at actually, this, we're really we're good at this. this. Yeah. It's just, yeah. Hardcore Henry. I wouldn't mind talking about. What's Hardcore Henry? First person action film entirely done in first person by Russian stuntman. Yes. Yeah, it's on Netflix now, so you can check it out. Alright. Uh I don't know if it'll make my list. The story's not amazing, but at the end of the day, you're watching it because it's a first person action movie sure. for the stunts. And some of the stunts are ridiculous. It, it, it sounds like even when we saw the the trailer, yeah. I think that was one of the ones we talked about in our a year ago. I uh, yeah, I, I might have somehow it came up anyway. Yep. You showed me the trailer and it was like, this looks awful, but looks amazing all at the same time. Yeah, it's a lot of fun. Okay, I I look forward to watching that. <laughs> Hardcore Henry. I'm just writing the list now. <laughs> okay. Of movies that are on Netflix that I can watch that are 2016. 
Fair enough. Yeah. I really enjoyed Keanu as well. I don't know if that will make the list. That's Key and Peele's movie about a gangster kitten. Yeah, I mean, it looked like one of those ones that... It's a sketch film. Yeah. It's a sketch film, meaning it's a sketch that's stretched out too long because it's an hour and a half and it's one sketch concept. Right. But it's fun all the way through. So... Sure. That's fine. It's kind of like brain candy in that sense. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, that's what... Once... I think I like brain candy more. Okay. Oh, good to know. Okay. As a film, but I laughed harder at a couple moments in Keanu. Okay. Because brain candy is weird because it's the kids. It's... So, so messed up. Yeah. But it's... Okay. Yeah. Okay, good to know. And there's a very heavy George Michaels influence section in Keanu. Literally George Michael. And then when he passed away, both Key and Peele put out a message about it. Just because Aww. like they literally have ten minutes about George Michael in the movie. <laughs> Amazing. Well, and... I like Key and Peele. I like what they do. Yeah. When it first when they first came out, I was like, uh, it's a guy from Mad TV. Okay, whatever. But I I don't think I've ever seen an entire episode of their show, but I've seen a lot of their sketches. Yeah. And they just I howl. It's a really good yeah. it's a really good sketch show. Uh that's good to know. Yeah. Okay. That is available for free on demand from the movie network. Damn! <laughs> Killing it! Just helping Dave. That's all I do. Uh, you guys, I'm going to have way too many movies. I'm going to have to pare it down. Are you going to have honorable honorable mentions? Uh, maybe, yeah. Damn it. Actually, okay. probably. Because you have so many? Well, as of today, I have 18 I would consider. And that's I would consider, meaning it was rated high enough. I've seen more movies from 2016 that do not rank high enough. Interesting. Well, all right. Which we won't talk about. Fair. Good for you. Batman v Superman, Dawn of Justice. I'm going to throw this out there, too. I enjoyed it more than I was anticipating. I've heard that from a lot of people. Yeah. I think because my expectations were lowered so, so much, I was able to appreciate it for what it was. It's big. It's dumb. It's loud. But I enjoyed myself. I didn't think about it much after it was over. It's just like, okay, yeah, that was a thing. Right. Okay. Well, that's good to know. Also a movie network. Jeez. <laughs> that one's going to be... Because I know that one's longer. Two and a half hours. Yeah. Keanu's an hour and a half. And what was the first one I talked to you about? Hardcore Henry. Hardcore Henry, also an hour and a half. I, a first-person action film couldn't, couldn't go be much longer more than, than that. that. Batman v Superman is yeah. on uh, movie network? Yep. On demand. Okay. Awesome. If you don't see it on demand, you can also just search it. Yeah. Uh, because it's on, on. Okay. I know, during right. the next week or so. So. Well, we'll see when that list comes out, which ones I've, which ones make it, <laughs> which ones don't. Um, I can keep going, but we might, like, we have so many other categories, maybe I should stop we, with that. We will be writing about these soon enough. Yep. If you guys really want to know, just keep an eye out on the blogosphere for... Or if you want us to do it as an episode, hit us up on Twitter. Instead of? Do, yeah. Yeah, there's that option. We Actually, have two yeah. different audiences, right? We have the podcast audience and our reading audience. There's a little bit of crossover, but I feel like it's different. That is true. So, so if in two weeks or three weeks, if I mean, if we get Star Wars questions, we could do that in two weeks. And we could do a top 10 movies from 2015. Like, people seem to like our top 10s. Yeah. Yeah. So, so we'll see. It's a thought. It's up to you guys. We'll just, Let yeah, us know. This is on you, listeners. Yep. Not on us. Nope. If we don't hear anything from you, written articles. 
which means I'll actually finally start writing again. <coughs> <laughs> yeah, you will. Mm-hmm. It's something I've been like New Year's resolution: write more for the the, the website, so Sean doesn't have to do it all. Yeah. Movies for you? Did you want to mention anything, or do you just want to move on? Um, Hail Caesar. I love the Coen Brothers. I found yep. it really fun. Yep. Um, that will make my top ten. I'm pretty sure. I figured it would. That was another one that I figured would probably make yours. It was. It, it wasn't what I was expecting. No. It was way more Josh Groban and Josh Brolin. Yeah. And <laughs> I don't know what movie you watched. <laughs> Uh, way more Josh Brolin and way less George Clooney than I was expecting, uh, which didn't bother me at no, all. No. It was just the way that they, the way that the trailer was, it looked like it was very Clooney heavy. Right. Which is fine. He's great in Coen Brother movies, but yeah. so is Josh Brolin. Yes, he is. And he was so good in this. Yeah. Based on Eddie Mannix from MGM. Oh, okay. That's, and that's part of the reason it'll probably show up on my list and be higher on my list than a lot of people's, just because... I know the classic Hollywood references the Coen brothers are making. Right. I watch something, I'm like, oh, that's Gene Kelly. Yep, there's Gene Kelly. Was Great. that the... Uh, Channing Tatum. Okay. <laughs> Makes perfect sense. Yep. And I mean, I, I I, wouldn't have gotten the... I don't know why I'm doing Eric Was. I wouldn't have gotten the references, but I still enjoyed it. Yeah. I thought the Channing Tatum the, scene That was, musical number? It was... No More Dames? Ah, so spectacular. so good. Yeah, it was, it was so good. So, I mean, it was just cool that... The way that they they crafted that film, yeah. So I mean, it will make my top ten as well. So I'm not gonna. Yeah, we won't dwell on bog it down the details right now. I just noticed uh, we left a fountain on in my apartment. I don't know if you guys have been hearing that for the last oh, fifty minutes or so, but that's what that uh, watery noise is because it's cold here and it's very dry, and yeah. the fountain's helping. Coming. So yeah, that's why there's that. Running water. We're not doing behind. this at like a waterfall or just <laughs> decided. David and I decided Brooke. to go sit by a creek and yeah. just have a chat. <laughs> we should totally do that one day. Just have to hook the microphone up to a laptop. Totally, we could. We could do that. Do anyway, huh? What are we gonna do next? Book. <laughs> yes. Okay. Book. Book is always hard because it's the only one that we don't do books that or thing that came out this year we always do this what, is what, just what we, we read read this year because i i read a book this year uh it was called sudden death it was about tennis and it was kind of weird okay and i didn't actually get through it just because i was like i don't know i think i need to reread it but i've also gotten to a point where it's like if I don't like something I'm reading, if it doesn't grab me, I just quit reading Why it. Why waste your time? Exactly. If you don't enjoy something, put it down. Yeah. Do something else. Something that you will enjoy. And so... It's not 1880. Yeah. There are more books. <laughs> exactly. There was time. <laughs> yeah, so so this is the one where we don't do any... The thing that was specifically released in that year. Right. So you have honorable mentions? I do. Cool. I have two honorable mentions. My first one is Idle Warriors by Carrie Thornley. Okay. I think I talked about this one. It's the one that was... It was written about Lee Harvey Oswald before Lee Harvey Oswald actually killed JFK. I remember. Yep. Um, it was very hard to find. It cost me $70 on eBay. Wow. But that's because it was so hard to find. And so it kind of takes place during peacetime after the Second World War in Japan. I wasn't on Kindle? I don't have Kindle. You have an iPad. You have Kindle. Well, I also like the physical. That's, that's fair. It's yeah. just if you could have gotten it to read it for 
twelve dollars. Sure, it might have been. I didn't even think about that because I I prefer reading the book, and that's totally it's a fair. cool one to have. Yeah, it's not overly common, and so it's a it's a neat one to have. So sure. it was an interesting read, not my favorite read, but I'm glad that I read it, just because okay. it kind of got to you kind of got to see what the that character was like. Cool. Yeah. All right. My first honorable mention is the Silver Spoon series by Hiramu Arakawa. Right. Um, I remember you talking about those. We, Dave and I have been talking about Silver Spoon since I started watching the anime, which is Slice of Life about kids at a farming high school. It's about farming in Japan. That's it. <laughs> I've read all the books and all of the stuff that's been released recently. So technically, some of this did come out in 2016. Cool. Because it's serial fiction, so yay. All right. But yeah, I'm all caught up in that. It's literally about Hatchkin who's a city kid going to a farming high school because he wants to get away from the rat race and find himself. Great. And it's just their relationships. It's funny. It's sweet. It's nice. Sometimes you just need something like that. Or at least I do. Totally. Uh, I might have... Just let me uh, double check here. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm, I'm currently reading a, basically a coffee book table that I've been wanting to read for a while. And is it a big table or <laughs> what did I say? Copy book table? Yeah. Damn it! I was googling while I was. Um... You remember, as I said, eighteen minutes ago, I edit this. I could have taken. If you're like, give me a second, and then I'll come back when I found it. I can do that. You guys are getting the raw footage today, for better or for worse. <laughs> I don't know what the how that how that's gonna go. But we could tell you're a little worn down. In case, yeah, in case you can't tell, my voice is a little raw. I got sick over the, the holidays and spent a lot of time coughing, and yeah. so I'm still getting over it. So getting better though. It is, yeah, so. yeah. Like on Christmas Day, I could barely even talk. They're like, Dave, just quit telling stories. I'm like, okay, I'll just sit and listen. Yeah. <laughs> Dave, we could just we could just listen to the podcast. You're occasionally in it. We, if we need to hear you, it's fine. there you go. Um. I didn't put this down because I'm still currently reading this coffee table book. Right. But it's Exploring Calvin and Hobbes. It's... Ah! Yep. I think you tagged me in that, and I ended up I buying it on Amazon. And yep. I was finally... Just one day, I was waiting for somebody to come to my place, and I was just like, well, just start reading this. And so I've been working my way through it. I got through the... Like, I've, I've read the interview with, with Bill Watterson, which he never does interviews, so it was really cool. Right. Um, and then I get to f- go further in detail to just Calvin and Hobbes in general. So I... It didn't make the list because I am currently reading it. Right. So, and as it's But I started it in 2016, so like yeah. it kind of bridged that, so it may still end up on the list for next year. Yeah, that's anyway. fair. Um, my my first runner-up was Wave by Sonali Dereniagaila. Okay. I don't know how to pronounce that, and I'm, if she ever listens to this, I'm sorry I butchered your last name. Phenomenally compelling read. I've talked about this one before too. It was about the lady who survived the uh, the tidal wave in Sri Lanka in 2004. Yep. She lost her husband, her kids, and her parents in this tidal wave. Right. Um, she's the only survivor of her family. It was heartbreaking and just a tremendous read. And the things that she did to overcome this are just staggering. Cool. It was one of those books where once I finished reading it, I passed it along because I don't ever need to read it again. Right, and but somebody else does. Exactly. Yep. So that's that's my first runner-up. Cool. 
For me, it's Leviathan Wakes by James Corey. It okay. is the first book in the Expanse series. They actually made a TV series out of it on space. Okay. Uh, it's sci-fi, but it's... I don't know the best way to describe it is. It's kind of like a blockbuster in a book. Oh, interesting. Like, that's the way it's written, is okay. it feels like you're watching this big, sweeping kind of movie. And the science fiction is v- very grounded. It's not all about aliens or anything like that. It's about humans have colonized the solar system and the problems politically and socially and all of that, where the people who live on the asteroid belts and that sort of stuff have grown elongated because of the lower gravity and they're kind of being used for resources brought back to Mars Earth Coalition, and they're bitter about that, and then there's other things kind of moving around in the Whoa. world about that. So Okay. Yeah. Interesting. It's really good. I got it for Christmas. I actually got the second book in the series for this past Christmas, so I will be continuing on with the series, but I really like the first one. Cool. So. I decided not to count, count it as my favorite because I've already read it once. Sure. These are all new books that I'm reading, but... My my favorite was Joe, You Could Have Made Us Proud by Joe Pepitone. I figured it would be. It was, I mean, it's a, it's a book about sports, and I don't read a lot of autobiographies, especially written by by athletes, but yeah. this one was, I mean, I can't even remember where I found out about it, but I like it was another one of those ones where it's not on the bestseller list, or it certainly isn't anymore. It was right. maybe back when it first came out, but I was just like, I should really read this, and it's really fascinating. Cool. Yeah, it was cool just to kind of hear that his side of it and everything like that. And plus, there's always a Seinfeld reference. So <laughs> there you go. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, my book of 2016 is another series. I talked about it a pile when we were doing those what we're up to, mm-hmm. and it's 20th Century Boys. Oh yeah, okay. It's oh, it's by Naoki Urasawa. It's it's amazing. It's Stand By Me meets a political thriller, meets a post-apocalyptic, meets a story about a musician, and mind control. Like, it's just, it's a brilliant series. If you've never checked it out and you're into manga, you definitely need to see it. Yeah, you've told me about that one. Yeah. It sounds really cool. Uh, Essentially, if this is your first foray into us, if you didn't hear one of the What We're Up To's, Mm -hmm. it is about... A group of friends made a book of prophecy when they were 10 years old about how they would take over the world. And one of them, 20-some years later, when they've grown up, puts it into practice. And one of the 12 people who put it together starts trying to figure out who the the one who is trying to take over the world by becoming a cult leader and then all of that sort of stuff. And that's the whole story. It's trying to figure out who it is. And then he succeeds. And then you go from there. <laughs> it's just so, a, a big, like, it's an elongated mystery, hey? Oh, yeah. 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 Very cool. Really fun. Nice. Do you want to do podcasts next? Yeah. Just do a quick shout out to some podcasts that we've been enjoying this year that aren't our own. Damn it. Well, let me figure out what I've been. My dad wrote a porno. Hilarious. So random. If you haven't heard me talk about that before, it's... I got in the wake of Fifty Shades of Grey. This British guy's dad decided that it was in his best interest to write a book of that nature himself. Yep. Um, the writing is horrible, and so it's the the writer's son and his two friends. Every episode is a new chapter of the book, and they sit and make fun of it, and just like 
the the writing is only okay, but the the commentary is amazing. Amazing. Yeah. Um, and then the one I I'm really enjoying and have downloaded more episodes other than Blueprint for Armageddon is Hardcore History by Dan Carlin. Right. He just tells stories so well. It's he's not a historian, but he's he he tells the story so well, and you you know you get first down first first hand accounts of these situations and everything and yeah. it's just it's it's a great one to listen on long drives or when you're on the bus because I can just kind of come into it whenever and it's it's a great great podcast cool yeah uh, for me I really got I finally got into Welcome to Night Vale which is it's done in the style of a small town radio yeah um, yeah I heard about it's that it's Lovecraftian one. horror <laughs> okay but it's all kind of upbeat and just strange I love it. It's fun. It's also great because it's one of those half an hour podcasts. Right. You know, like we used to be. <laughs> uh, but when I have a half an hour, if I'm making dinner or something, I can throw one on and I know it'll sure. be done by the time I am done. Yeah. So I really appreciate that. When the podcast is done, so is the spaghetti sauce. Yes. <laughs> uh, Flip the Table is a board gaming podcast. Okay. About cheesy, weird, and obscure board games. So they play stuff like Heartthrob. Or, which is the game that you remember, and also they played in The Simpsons. With I wondered about that. Yeah, yeah. okay, you got the or nerd. They played like he just Justin, likes like two point Dexter. Yeah, yeah. Played the like a couple Justin Bieber games. They just it's four gamer guys, and they just hang out and play ridiculous games, and then comment on them. Amazing. And then they have a battle of wits at the end based on the theme. So they'll do like an IMDb game where they have to guess. Uh, scores of things based on a theme or eBay game where they find random stuff on eBay. So if they're doing a Simpsons game, one of them will go on eBay and find seven items, Simpsons items on eBay. And then you have to, they have to guess the buy it now price. And then they just compete for a no prize. Cool. And it's really entertaining. Yeah. Flip the table. Yeah. Okay. I mean, I'm not a big gamer, but that sounds, it sounds like they're playing games that, I would probably enjoy listening to. Like, it's not... It, it yeah. seems more accessible than a bunch of guys playing Dungeons & Dragons to me. Yeah, it would be. Okay. And because they don't actually play the game during the podcast, they've already played it, and then it's just the running commentary, and like, here's how it works. Here's what oh. it's in it. It's like, we played the Star Trek VCR game, and then they'll make running jokes throughout multiple episodes from other episodes. I see. Sort of okay. I thought it was like you were listening to them play the game. Oh, no, that would be really dull. That's kind of what I figured. Okay, <laughs> yeah. that makes way more sense. Yeah. Okay. Cool. Oh, it's quite fun. Uh, but number one for me, I mentioned it almost every time we did one of the What Are We Up To's. It's You Must Remember This, yeah. the film history podcast by Karina Longworth. It's amazing. It should be back in a couple of weeks, which I'm really excited about because she was on book leave writing a book for oh. the end of this past year. She does seasons. So here's a themed season of 16 episodes, and she'll take a couple months off to do research and then do the next one. But she was on book leave, so I haven't had a new episode since September. Rude. What? <laughs> well, how, I, how rude. Yeah. Yeah. Terrible. Yeah. TV! Anyway, I'm excited. Yeah. <laughs> Oddly enough, I struggled with this one. Really? I didn't watch a lot of new shows in 2016. Oh, okay. Fair like, enough. I, you never got to Westworld, did you? I didn't. That's my first honorable mention. Yeah, I figured it would be. And I was really, like, as well... I was thinking about it today. I was like, can I go home for an hour and watch the first episode so I can at least talk about it? <laughs> But then I just want to watch more and more and more, and I just yeah, I I I watched a lot of TV, but I was catching up on a lot. Like I watched, uh, I watched the first season of Jessica Jones, and I watched the first sure. season of Daredevil, yep. and like I watched the first season of Narcos. So I watched a bunch of those things, and I right. loved them all. I just 
I'm trying to play catch up yeah. so I can watch things that have been released now. <laughs> no, that's fair. So those would be my honorable mentions were the ones that I'm trying to play catch up on. Sure. In order to see them when, like when new episodes get released or so that yeah. I can have a better appreciation for Luke Cage, which came out this year, but I haven't watched yet. Right. So that's... It's not like I haven't watched TV. I just haven't watched new things on TV yet. That's fair. I'm getting better, though. Sure. Yeah. Yeah. Well, you have to catch up. Exactly. Like you said. Yeah. When I'm like, oh, man, Dave, season six of Game of Thrones. And you're like, I've seen half the first episode. <laughs> yeah. Most of those people aren't alive anymore. Yeah. We were, I was at my sister and my brother-in-law's place uh, just before New Year's. And we were watching some nature show on National Geographic or something. And, okay. And <clears throat> it was narrated by the guy who plays something in Game of Thrones. Great. Yep. He also plays the bad guy in Last Action Hero. Um, Sh- sure. King something in Game of Thrones. Um, just let me let me bring it up. Last Action. That's. I wish King something made sense because there's five different kings depending on season. Charles Dance. Oh yeah, he's he never plays. A king, but that's fair. Well, I. No, yeah. you've never seen it. It's fine. I know who Charles Dance is. Yeah, yeah. So anyway, he's narrating this, the, these these nature shows. Cool, They're great nature shows. I wish I could remember the title. Yeah, he's Tywin Lannister. That's the one. Yep. Yeah, I was close when I said King something, right? N- not even no. at all. Yeah, sort of. <laughs> Anyway, my sister and my brother-in-law both love Game of Thrones. Yeah. And they're like, Dave, you have to watch it. I'm like, I know I have to watch it. It's just at this point, now because you're so far back, it's a hundred of hours Exactly. Yeah, they're like, we binged it in three weeks. I'm like, I don't have that much time. <laughs> I work three jobs. That would be hard to do. Yeah. I don't think I could binge six seasons at 10 to 13 episodes a pop yeah. in three it's weeks. It's tough, for sure. Anyway, so it's... Yeah. And that's the thing is I'm playing catch up, and so I, yep. I will watch Game of Thrones. It's just a matter of when or Westworld or Westworld catch up before it gets harder. Well, and that's that's <laughs> the thing with that one. And I mean, you know how much I love HBO, and like yep. I missed, I was pretty good once I got into a show. Then I You're was in. then I was in like yeah. Boardwalk Empire. We watched the finale on the same night. Yeah, because we both love that show, and so like I feel like I just need to. Muscle through the first season of Westworld so that when it comes out next season, I'll be a little bit more vigilant about it. Yep. So that is the plan. Because it will hook you. Yeah. I'm pretty oh, I'm, sure. I'm not concerned about that. <laughs> you have to do it before a young pope. Jude Law's the pope, Dave. Oh, yes. I've seen previews for that, too. Oh, God. And Taboo is coming. Yeah. Tom Hardy's miniseries about the shipping guy in the 1800s. Amazing. It's on Fox. Okay. It starts next week. <laughs> okay, so what is your other? What are your other honorable mentions? Uh, I threw a couple of animes okay. series that weren't out this year, but I saw this year. Okay, just out into this as well because I watch anime, but Dave doesn't, so there's no point in having this category. Uh, I really like Psychopaths. It's the I've told you about it a bit, Dave, and maybe the audience. It's the Minority <laughs> Report oh, sort yeah, of yeah. one where okay. it's the criminal coefficients and aura stuff. And the other one is Everything Becomes F, The Perfect Insider. It's just a one-season, 12-episode locked room mystery. Oh, I cool. love locked room mysteries. Okay. Have you ever done a locked room? No. Okay. Okay. Anyway, yeah. continue. Uh, it's great. It was really twisty. It was really well-written. They're both really fun. Gnarly. Yeah. Okay. Uh, my other honorable mention is... 
Midnight Diner Tokyo Stories, which is a Netflix series, which is based on a manga, which has also been turned into series in Japan, China, South Korea, the Philippines, Indonesia, and a whole bunch of other places. They made an international series for Netflix, Whoa. which is still in Japanese, but it's just you don't need everything else for it. It right. just it puts you right in. It's 25-ish minutes a piece, and it's just about a diner that is open from midnight till 7 a.m., and it's about the people who come in and the little slice-of-life stories that come out of that. Amazing. It's soft, it's pretty, it's funny, it's spooky occasionally, it's just it's just fun, and yeah. every episode is completely different, so you don't have to watch back-to-back-to-back-to-back. To back to back to back. You, cool. you can pick a couple, it's like, oh, this sounds cool, you could watch that one, and it'll still stand up. Nice. So... I like it. That's my other honorable mention. Uh, so your favorite and my favorite are the same thing? I'm assuming it's Stranger, Stranger things. things. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I think it's literally the only show that I saw in 2016 that was out in 2016. Because I made sure you did. But I also, it's one of the few shows that have, that has come out where I've been actually able to be involved in the conversation yep. when it's happening instead of months down the line. Because I watched yeah. that first episode, it was like, damn. Yep. And I think I watched it like two weeks after it dropped. I think so. Maybe it was three or four, but you're close enough that people were still... Because, again, I'm from the horror... Yeah. I horror, right? So I was on board a little bit earlier. You had your ear to the ground a little bit sooner, but, you know... But you were... People were posting about it after I had finished it. It was like, yes, oh, yeah. this never happens! <laughs> it's true. It's amazing. It's... It was the best TV anything yeah. this year, as far as I'm concerned. We talked last week about our Golden Globe stuff. I hope Stranger Things wins. I don't think it's going to, but I'd love it if it did. It wouldn't be... I don't think it will, but it wouldn't be surprising if it did. Yeah. Because... It's amazing. Everybody loved it. Yes. I've never... There's been the odd person, I'm like, ah, oh, you know, I'm not big into horror. I'm like, fine. Yeah, okay, I get but that. Like, people who love 80s horror... Loved People it. who grew up around the 80s and early 90s. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. Everything about that was amazing. <laughs> I am pumped that there's a second season yep. coming. July. July? Yeah. Oh, my God. Which was the same as the first one. Really? So, yes. Okay. Interesting. Yeah, so I was a little bit behind. A little bit, but not but much. I think a lot of people were a little bit behind because I think it snuck up on a lot of people. It was just one yeah. of those ones that was just like, Oh, it's a thing with hey, we've got Rider. This, we've okay. got this new thing. Yeah. And it just kind of started snowballing, and all of a sudden it just exploded. Yep. So, yeah. So, yeah, Stranger Things. We've talked about it before. <laughs> yeah. When the second season comes out, we might do a spoiler cast. Like, watch it all within a reasonable conversation time, and then talk about it. I think that's a good idea. Because... And then just at the, right at the beginning, be like, yo, we're talking about the, this. The title will be Stranger Things Season 2 Spoiler Cast. Yeah. Yeah. So we can't help you. Next. Moving on. <laughs> I'm just going to stop there. Dave, tired. <laughs> we are on to song. Yeah. Um, you actually have some. I actually have some. Yeah. I've been doing this thing where I don't listen to only sports talk radio. And Pearl Jam. And Pearl Jam. Um, if your first song was Pearl Jam, <laughs> <laughs> the podcast just ends. <laughs> what happened? People are just—it's dead air. All of a sudden, the sweets come in, just like, ooh, okay. 
wait, it's going to be Dietasteron today. Anyway. Um, yeah, uh, so I'm trying to listen to more than just sports talk. I still listen to a lot of it in the morning, but every now and then you're just driving around and yeah. it's like, ah, oh, it's he's interviewing Rene Lavoie. I don't want to listen to this. And so I'll switch over to, to a random station and a lot of it's country. And I know Sean doesn't listen to it. So, you know, on the country connection, I guess, for the all those country listeners on our podcast world. Yep. Uh, my runner-up is a song called Vice by Miranda Lambert. Um, sure. I think this is... It's a great song. It's got kind of a bluesy feel, and it doesn't have the country twang. It's got more of a, like... It is. It's blues. Yeah. It feels, it's a bluegrassy blues. Yeah. And yeah. so it's... Um, I love her voice. I, I've always loved her voice, even before I kind of got back into country. Right. I appreciated her as a singer, and this just this is the perfect song for her voice, I think. And, yeah. Uh, it's just... It's sexy, and it's slow, and it's moody, and it's just... Even I didn't mind it. Yeah. And I don't like country music. Exactly. So... So that was a testament. So yeah. that's... I can't remember when that came out, but it was... Uh, within I don't the last, have dates for mine, yeah, no. so... Meh. It was... It's very good. I really enjoyed it. Cool. Yeah. My first honorable mention... Because thanks oh, to Tuesday should. Tunes yeah. and all of that sort of stuff, I'll just do both of them back to back. I just remembered another show I saw all of oh. from 2016. Roadies. Yeah? We'll put that as an honorable mention. Roadies. Great. Anyway, sorry. Keep going. Actually, you know what? I have a giant list. I'm going to do a top 20 of the year oh, Okay. on the article side because we don't ha- can't do the rights podcast-wise. Right. Uh, but I'll tie it into that. Are you satisfied, Rain Wolf? That'll be one of my sure. honorable mentions. Okay. Which was in Roadies. Sorry, I didn't mean to cut you off there, but... That's oh, okay. Yeah. It was... I was trying to pick out of my short list for songs of the year. Great. Right? So, it's a great song. Yeah. It's oh, man. so gritty and dirty and just a great rock riff. Yeah. On top of... It's blues rock, sort of, but it's harder than blues rock. Yeah. Are they Canadian? Yes, yeah. yes. They're from Saskatchewan, I think, right? Yeah. yeah. It's really good music coming out of Saskatchewan these days. There is. Yeah. yeah. <clears throat> Which is weird, but I mean, what the hell else is there to do with Saskatchewan, I suppose? Yeah. Um, yeah, great no, song. Great song. I think that was like the second or third episode into the into the, to the series, right? Yeah. Yeah. It was early. It was after the head and the heart left. Right. Right, okay. I got Rain Wolf. Right. Oh man, this guy's great. Oh, he leaves tomorrow for his European tour or whatever. Yeah. So yeah. And I I wondered if maybe you would have stuff from Roadies on there, so that's why I kind of interjected when I did. So. Yep. Yeah. I did, and that helped because I had no idea where I was going to go honorable mention wise. Perfect. Because I am still trying to figure it out. I'm listening to all of our playlists again just to make sure I'm not forgetting something. I might wander onto the best songs of 2016. Something. I tried that. It didn't go so well. I don't think I'd heard one of the songs. <laughs> I There's know. a lot of Drake and Justin Bieber on there. I'll know some. Yeah. Obviously, just based you, on what I do. Yeah. But mm, not many will be there. Yeah. Second up, I'm going to go with Rearrange by Biffy Clearo. Okay. Instead of Howl, just because. Colin and Audible, hey? Yeah. Yeah. All right. That, it's just soft, a little bit of a ballad, but not really. But it still has that strange... Foo Fighters meets College Rock thing right. that is going to come up more later, so I will stop talking there. Okay. Um, my favorite song, foreshadowing, or spoiler alert to my favorite album, uh, is uh, by the fantastic Negrito. It's called In the Pines. Um, 
He's the guy who opened for Temple of the Dog down in, when I saw him in San Francisco. Oh, nice. Okay. <laughs> um, that explains why you heard something new. Exactly. <laughs> but he impressed me so much. His live performance was astounding. And his his soul and like just the, the, the music itself, I really dug. And so I, I looked it up, and sure enough, this is all from 2016. Um, anybody who is familiar with Pearl... Or, uh, with Nirvana's Unplugged album, yep. and they sing Where Did You Sleep Last Night, this is his take on it. It's called In the Pines, and it's, again, it's bluesy and yeah. soulful, and... It's really good. Yeah. Yeah, the the entire album... Getting ahead of myself. Yep. Yes, In the are. Pines <laughs> by the Fantastic Negrito. Uh, spoiler to the top 20 of 2016 lists... There is probably not going to be any song that will unseat Swim by Valley for me as my song of 2016. Sure. I love this song. It's a, it's folk, but it's like alternative folk. There's an electric banjo that kicks in every once in a while. Yeah. It's just, I don't know what it is about it, but it clicked with me immediately the first time I heard it. Right. And I heard it before it was available on YouTube and stuff. So oh, I had nice. to wait over a month before I could share it with the people who read Tuesday Tunes. Oh, damn. And I so I had already listened to it 30, 40 times before I was able to share it. And right. then I've continued to listen to it. And that's usually a good sign that it's going to be something that sticks with me is if it's now January 2017 and a song that I found in April of 2016 is one that I still have in high rotation. Sure. And I'm not tired of it yet. Yeah, that's a testament to that, to a song like that. Yep. Yeah. So, Swim by Valley. Cool. Uh, How many runners up do you have for album? Uh, A thousand? (laughs) How many are you going to? I only have one. I'll do two. Okay. Um, I'll do two because I would like to mention the Hamilton mixtape. Okay. Yeah. (laughs) There it is. The Hamilton mixtape is amazing. It's just, it's a mixtape of the musical Hamilton, which was the other thing I was going to mention in the good things of the year. Ah, yes. Because Hamilton is amazing. It is a technically ridiculous musical. And it sounds like something you can hear on the radio, and the mixtape proved that. Because it was artists like Alicia Keys and Mm -hmm. Usher and a whole bunch of other people coming out with their versions of those songs and they don't sound all that different but these sound like they are radio play right and that's just it's neat that's so that cool. never happens yeah. anymore yeah i love that cool well i'm glad you were able to mention that yeah because that was and hamilton tony winner crushed everything it was amazing yeah how could it not yeah hamilton it, yeah uh my runner-up for album of the year my favorite album of the year is uh lovers and leavers by hayes carl okay, um sure. i'm a big fan of his stuff um, his album Trouble in Mind is in regular rotation. Cool. Um, he's a folky, country, bluesy sort of musician. Yeah. I know of. Yeah. So. Yeah. Yeah. I've, I've talked about him before, I'm sure. It was, it's slower than his other albums, which isn't okay. necessarily a bad thing. It's just, it doesn't have, a lot of the songs are very slow and it doesn't have a lot of peppy songs. And I like right. kind of a combination of both from him. Sure. Um, the way I felt about Morning Phase sure. from Beck. Okay, I like, yeah. I like funky and fun Beck interspersed with the introspective Beck. Yeah. But I didn't really get a lot of that in Morning Phase, but that does not make Morning Phase any less of an album. Exactly. Yeah. I still liked Lovers and Leavers. It's just, it's not, it, it's not as good as Trouble in Mind for me. It's there not as listenable as Trouble in Mind. Sure. Yeah. So that's my honorable mention. 
Cool. My honorable mention for album of the year. So this would be the actual honorable mention, yeah. I suppose, if I was only doing one. Sure. But like I said, wanted to shout out to Hamilton. Yeah. Is Good Grief by Lucius. Okay. Who you also saw in Roadies. Roadies, yeah. I love their sound. The two. They were the two girls, right? Yeah. Singing into the old-timey microphone. Yeah. They were so good. It's retro rock, but they have two. The way they describe it is two bombshell lead singers. And they harmonize every song. And it's so good. It's so good. The album's great. It's a great mix of tempo and pace and just feel. Cool. Because um, you know that Dusty Trail song from... The the two that you heard in Roadies is yeah. an excellent juxtaposition of the two. Because Born Again Teen is the one that I shared on Tuesday Tunes. Yeah. And it's upbeat and fun and weird. And then Dusty Trail is the one that in Roadies, they're on the bus just singing that together. And it's just kind of a... It's a essentially a country ballad sung by rock musicians <laughs> alt rock musicians yeah it's both songs of theirs that i know i really like yeah yeah so that is my runner-up for album of the year love that album came out really really early in 2016 okay yeah nice shockingly my fa- my favorite album of the year is the fantastic negrito the album is called the last days of oakland there you go <laughs> he is uh, a bay area native he spends a lot of time playing there his story is really cool like i think three years ago he was busking oh nice and now was opening for temple of the dog and open for when chris cornell did a solo tour he he went solo and opened for chris cornell solo and like he's just cool the album is really good it's very bluesy and as my friend greco said about his performance in the uh, at when he opened for temple of the dog it's like going to church it's just like it's like a revival like i feel like there's a thousand of us in a tent somewhere in the in the south and it's just like oh my god it was it, it was an experience just one of uh, those feelings that you can't really describe but is there exactly and the album kind of helps convey that as well so i yep. really dig the album uh, i was really happy it came out in 2016 so i had an <laughs> album um yeah the last days of oakland cool my album of the year is Ellipsis, the deluxe edition, but even the plain edition of Ellipsis by Biffy Clearo is yeah. awesome. Like I was talking about when I was talking about Rearrange or Howl, it is Foo Fighters meets College Rock. Sometimes there's you can hear Metallica influences in some songs. They just kind of take things they like and synthesize it into their sound. Yeah. And really great lyrical writing and entertaining and it's an album that I actually will put on and listen to front to back. Nice. And that's rare. Usually I'll get to a point where I'm like, okay, I've heard enough right. whatever. I've heard enough Eden. I've heard enough something. I'm just going to move on. I've heard enough Pearl Jam. Sure. I listen to 10 every once in a while. And it's yeah. just like I get to a certain point where it's like, yeah, it's it's Pearl Jam. I'm yeah. going to do something else. This isn't one that I often will skip out of unless I have to. Nice. Uh, the The... Stuff that you've played for me has been phenomenal. Yeah. I can see why you like it. Yeah. I really dig their sound. They're they're great. I really hope they swing through some near. Yeah. So I could go see them because I think they would put on a really fun show based on the videos I've seen. Yeah. Because I showed you I showed you the Howl video, which was all Shining references. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Right. Just weird Shining references. Yeah. Anyway, that was 2016 for us and most of you as well. It's a long podcast. It's always a long podcast. The first of the year is always... The recap is always longer. Yeah. Yeah. Anyway, let us never speak of anything that happened last year again. You 
Mr. and Miss Internet, are the lifeblood of our podcast, and we want to answer your questions or just to have a good old chat. Want to talk to us on Twitter? Dave can be found at David Ron, that's Ron with two N's. I can be found at Sean Cord, that's Sean with a U. And we are at Guys from Podcast. Email us at guysfrompodcast at gmail.com. Facebook us at The Guys from. Fly to Calgary and skywrite it using fireworks like a boss. But you should let us know first, that way we could actually see the fireworks, because they don't last very long. Yeah. If you enjoy the Guys From Podcast, tell everybody. I don't care who you tell, how you tell them. Just make sure that you get the word out. Uh, Tell your friends, tell your family, tell your strangers. It doesn't matter. Only you can help the podcast grow. The best way to do that is to throw in us a rating. And the easiest way to do that is on iTunes. You can download, download the podcast on iTunes. You sure can. And then you can rate them from there. And then that just gets us more we're seen more that way and we I don't know whatever and he just throw us a rating Dave so much likes it more Dave much more I don't know <laughs> we're both we've been talking for like an hour and a half I have no idea anymore but Dave likes it when I do this section more I just for whatever reason stutter and can't get through it we're available everywhere Podbean Stitcher Blueberry just all the places find us tell people about us hey Dave do you think you could get through a plug I'm trying this new thing this year. It's not a New Year's resolution per se, but it's a goal of sorts. It's called the $5 challenge. Okay. Or something to that effect. <clears throat> Excuse me. Basically, every time you get a $5 bill as change, you pocket it. It's only 5 bucks, and you just you never spend your $5 bills throughout the, the year. And so at the end of the year, you can count all your bills and take them to the bank or buy yourself something nice. So I'm trying it to see if I can do it. It could okay. be tricky because sometimes I don't have money. I'm like, well, I need to spend that five. Yeah. But it's something I'm going to endeavor to try just to at least a, a unique way to save money. So I'm going to try it. Maybe you guys should too. Cool. John? On our website, www.theguysfrom.com, aside from hosting this stuttery podcast, we also write articles on things like music. That's indie music every Tuesday, throwback tracks every Thursday, which will be restarting should be restarting next week, but we're doing the best ofs and that sort of stuff for January. But It'll I, get there. I will get back to it. We're also talking movies, tons of stuff about games. My top 100 games went up over the holiday break. Feel free to check that out. The James Bond thing has been doing well. Feel free to check out James Bond if you're watching him and just feel like seeing what we think. So say our listeners enjoy all those things that you just talked about right. and would like to read those things, where can they find that again? www.theguysfrom.com There you go. Head to iHorror.com for all of your horror news, interview, and review needs, or check out the Instagram to find out where I am putting up pictures and saying things sarcastically. And I'm also trying something different this year, Dave may have noticed, but once a day, every day, on Twitter, I am either posting a fact... Or I'm sending somebody on Twitter something nice. I am going to do that every day this year using the hashtag FixSM. That's F-I-X-S-M for Fix Social Media. And I am encouraging you listeners who are on Twitter, because I know some of you are as you send me stuff, and I encourage Dave as well, as we haven't talked about it, every day post a fact, and I mean an actual fact, the one that I've been doing... What are the first two I did? First one I did was about January being based on Janus, the god of doorways and gates. The second one was on January 2nd was the rise of the pope. What's it called when a pope becomes pope? It's not an election when they become pope. 
I can't remember. That's when John II ascended to the papacy. He was the first pope to ever change his name to something else oh. in 533. Okay. So that I posted that, and then today, the day of our recording, um, one of the writers at iHorror was having a rough couple of days, so I just sent her something nice. Nice. And that's that's the entire premise: is post a fact. Or send somebody something nice, because usually when you talk to people on social media, they are either complaining about something or you're yelling about something. Oh, TSN's not doing this. And you send them messages. I've done it too, and I'm still going to do it. Yeah. But once a day, to make it a slightly brighter place, hashtag fix SM. That's a cool idea. Is this your idea? I, yeah. Nice. I started it. I'm doing I like it. it. I'd like more people to do it, and I okay. definitely encourage it. I like it. I will say, on New Year's Eve, as I was leaving my job... Um, I was just like, I'm going to try and do something nice for people if I can. Maybe not every day, but just try and do something that isn't putting me out too much, but I can, but somebody might appreciate. And it was snowing and there was a few cars around me and I just dusted off all the cars. I was yeah. just like, it's an extra 10 minutes for me. And hopefully when they get out, they don't have to worry about dusting off their car because it's a huge pain in the ass when you have to do it. Yep. Some people don't have brushes. Exactly. Might have broken a brush. Whatever. Just if you can do something nice for somebody else, and that's a really cool way to do it. I like that. Hashtag fix SM. It's <laughs> so easy. And it feels nice because when it's always like, oh, man, I didn't really like this. Send somebody, hey, this was great. That's it. Hashtag fix SM. I like it. Special thanks to The Sweets for our terrific opening music. Check out their website at www.wearethesweets.com. And also, we didn't get into it. We didn't get into all the people who died this year because... It was a laundry list. And we did not want to forget somebody. And that's the thing. Like, somebody that maybe we might have excluded that you guys as listeners might have thought was more important than somebody else that we talked about. We don't want to... There was a lot. Yep. It was a hard year. Beginning to end. Boy to Debbie Reynolds. Like, it was just... It was... It was tough. Yep. So I'm just going to say this to all those we lost in 2016, whether celebrity or somebody personal to our listeners or to anybody, our friends or anything, we here at the Guys From Podcast hope you rest in peace. You will be missed. May 2017 be a brighter year for the rest of us. Yeah. (laughs) Uh, It's always so easy to transition out of those special thanks. Yeah, I know. I'm really good at being Mm. a downer sometimes. Yeah. This has been episode 149 of the Guys From Podcast, the last podcast of this sort. We'll see what that means next week. How very cryptic. Ah, thanks for listening. Once again, I'm Sean. And I'm Dave. Taking us out this week is Diatessaron and their song, Kite Strings. Remember, you can check them out on diatessaronband.com or their other site, diatessaron.bandcamp.com. Remember, if you have an original song that you would like us to feature at the end of our podcast, send us an MP3 or the download link to your SoundCloud, along with any information about your band that you would like us to pass along. We're big fans of the indie community, and we want to lend our support. Our email address is guysfrompodcast at gmail.com. Have a great week, everybody. The Guys From Podcast is brought to you in part by the fact that we both need to stop talking. We both need to stop talking. Time to go. Me and my vessel know. I'm old and it's time to go. Cause I was just passing through, as people tend to do. And my 
It's time to